Good day, poker peeps. My name is Sky, and thank you very much for spending some of your study time with me. I'm here to help you learn how to make money in online poker by improving your skills with killer strategies and taking action. So today's episode is a good one. You're going to want to pay attention. You're going to want to go to the show notes page to help you take notes as well, because I am talking about showdowns and the power of paying attention and learning from every showdown you see, regardless of you being in the hand or not. And like I said, to help you take notes, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod424. You're going to find a transcript of today's episode and the links to everything I discussed today. Okay, without further ado, let's do this gambate. <laughs> Thanks for your help with that transition, Ace. So, showdowns are where you learn the most about each player. If you watched, and if you can remember the action of the hand from pre-flop through to showdown, you can replay the hand in your mind and learn a lot about how a player thinks. This means that it's critical that you continue to pay attention to every single hand dealt, even after you fold seven deuce off from under the gun. When you let ESPN, TikTok, Twitter, your email, when you let that stuff pull your attention away from the table, you're limiting your ability to learn from the actions of your opponents, and, of course, specifically, from those showdowns. After showdown, when you replay the hand in your mind, you see the exact hand and the exact hand strength that they called with preflop, the strength of the hand that they check-called on the flop, the hand they check-raised 3x with on the turn, and the hand that they shoved on the river. What a wealth of information for those who pay attention, right? So here are the four insights that I always try to gain from every single showdown that I see. Insight number one, showdowns indicate a player's logic. So replaying the action of a hand while you know what the player held at every given time gives an insight into the logic behind their decisions. Now this insight, it's extremely valuable as it's going to help you make exploitive plays against that player as the, uh, as the session progresses. So I had a training session with a student the other day, and my student played a hand against a very passive opponent. Now, in the hand, his opponent check-called the flop and the turn, and he had the nut flush draw, like the ace-five of spades, that kind of thing, right? Well, my student bet two-thirds pot on the flop, then three-quarter pot on the turn. So the opponent, the fishy player, kind of overpaid for their nut flush draw. Then that third spade hit the river. His opponent donk bet three-quarter pot, and then my student just couldn't find the fold he had to call. Now, my student lost with a two-pair hand at the time against that flush, but by paying attention to showdown, he saw that his opponent, he plays the nut flush draw passively from out of position and is willing to call large bets, kind of contrasting that with the aggressive players who often raise their nut flush draws. So after that hand, my student made a player note, um, and the note on the opponent said, out of position calls with a nut flush draw versus big bets. And he gave himself a directive in the notes. He said to himself, value bet big on wet and incomplete boards. Beware of the donk bet when the draw completes. So those insights, because he paid attention through the hand, he was involved in the hand, of course, easier to pay attention when you're involved. But because he replayed the hand in his mind upon seeing showdown, he learned some valuable stuff about this fishy player that he's able to use in future sessions. So showdown insight number two, 
Showdowns help you spot bet sizing patterns. So you can learn so much from bet sizes after a showdown. Now, some players, they just naturally bet bigger for value and smaller when they bluff. Other players, they min bet every single draw kind of as a blocking bet to set their own price to complete the draw on the next street. Now, here are some four bet size patterns that you might be able to spot maybe after seeing four showdown hands of one particular player. Maybe in the first hand, villain made a half pot bluff C bet on the flop, holding ace king. In the second hand, villain made a half pot bluff bet on the turn with just a gut shot draw. Maybe in the third hand, villain made a three quarter pot value bet on the flop when he hit a set. In the fourth hand, villain made a three-quarter pot value bet when the third spade hit on the river, giving him a flush. So when you notice those four hands from the same player all going to showdown, but you see a bet sizing pattern, you might be able to make a note on the player. Something like this, half pot equals bluff, three-quarter pot equals value. And then you tell yourself, be aware of his larger bets. So if you make a note, you spot this uh, bet size pattern on an opponent, Uh, It's going to help you get away from marginal hands when he makes bigger bets in the future. And it can help you bluff raise or even bluff catch with like kind of a weaker top pair kind of hand when he bets just half pot. So let me tell you, paying attention to showdown, it's a super huge part of hand reading. So to help you learn hand reading the most efficient way possible, I have my online poker hand reading workbook. You can get it for yourself by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash handreadingworkbook. That's just one word, handreadingworkbook. And of course, there's a link in the show notes page. But I have to thank these awesome poker peeps who've uh, recently purchased the online poker handreading workbook. Igor Joe, Chris Lynch, Daniel Soja, Jim Gibson, Zahar Nazim, Ferenc Krissa, Antonio Altamirano, Ron Shank, Alex Hawkins, David Parvin, Juan Cabona. Brandon Rojas, Edward Chris, Cristobal Quinton, Timmy Walmans, Stefan Vermeulen, Robert Swinford, David Martinez, Jason Hinchy, Chris Fetner, Brenda Tyndall, Freddie Taulani, Ray Schwab, Jarrell Robles, and John Dancy. Thank you all so much for getting the handwriting workbook. I know this is uh, helping you learn poker's number one strategy, and I appreciate it. Okay, let's get to the third insight that we can gain from showdowns. It's that showdowns help you categorize players. So let's imagine you're at a full ring table with eight other opponents. Two of them are loose aggressive. One is tight aggressive. There are four fish and one unknown player. Let's name that unknown player. Let's call her Mysterious Mandy. So she's unknown, right? How do you play against her? Well, at the beginning, maybe treat her like the average player. Maybe you know because you play at these stakes, you play with these opponents so much. The average player, they can fold king high hands, they can fold under pairs, and weak draws like low-end gut shot draws versus your c-bets, right? So when Mysterious Mandy calls your two-thirds pot c-bet from out of position in the first hand you play against her, you can remove this group of weaker hands from her flop continuation range. Maybe the hand now progresses through the streets and it finally gets to showdown. Now, you review the hand in your mind and you realize that, hey, when she called your two-thirds pot C-bet from out of position on the flop, she held a king-high backdoor flush draw. That's it. That's all she had at the time. When most players would fold that kind of hand, she called. 
So after this one showdown hand, you can now tag Mysterious Mandy as a fish. And from this point forward, just play against her accordingly, right? She's not now your average player. She's Mackerel Mandy. She's a fish. All right, so insight number four is that showdowns confirm a player's use of exploitative plays. So for online players like me who use a, a poker HUD, and I use the smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4, of course, uh, you'll often notice a statistical frequency that looks like an exploit that a player enjoys making. For example, maybe you see a high turn float statistic at 60% or greater. A float is you bet on the turn when in position after the potential see better check. So they see bet from out of position on the flop, you call the flop. On the turn, they check instead of barreling. Once you bet, that's called a float. So you see that statistic on this player. This means they like to steal pots on the turn when the seabetter shows weakness by failing to double barrel seabed. It also means they're probably call light on the flop. They'll call with just the idea of, hey, I hope he checks turn and I'm going to bet when he checks. So maybe this player, eventually you see showdown and at showdown, it reveals that he held an ace high hand when he was floating on the turn. Now, that obviously confirms your read on his statistic, right? He turned, I'm sorry, he floated the turn with an ace high hand. The statistic says he likes to do that. Boom! You learned one of his tendencies. So what can you do with that information? Well, you can use their exploit against them in the future by maybe check-raise bluffing or checking to induce a bluff from them on the turn. You can even just make sure you double barrel when he calls you in position on the flop to make him fold on the turn because you're not giving him what he wants. You're not checking turn. So now he can't use the turn float, probably just going to fold. So the more showdowns that you pay attention to, the more plays like this you're going to catch. Challenge! Here's my three-part challenge to you for this episode. Part one. Write down the four insights on a sticky note. Once again, they are showdowns indicate a player's logic. Showdowns help you spot bet size patterns. Showdowns help you categorize players. And showdowns confirm a player's use of exploitative plays. Part two. In your next few sessions this week, maybe your next two or three play sessions, force yourself to look for every single showdown. Of course, turn off distractions. No TikTok while you're playing, right? Pay attention to the action, even if you fold the hand. Um, pay attention, look for every showdown, and then in your head, replay the action of the hand. If you're online, you can always hit that hand replayer for a little help, right? And part three, try to take a note on your opponent with every single showdown that you see. Make a note of what they did, why they did it potentially, but also make a note telling yourself how to exploit this read that you just made. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Alrighty. Go to the show notes page to help you take notes on learning from showdowns. Smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 424. And of course, it's January 2023, brand new year. Let's make a brand new you. Go to thepokerforge.com. Thepokerforge.com is going to turn you into the poker player that you want to be and make this a year to remember. It's my one-of-a-kind poker training site where I combine strategy, action steps, quizzes, and play demonstrations like no other. 
So go to thepokerforge.com for more information and to sign up today. Until next time, take action on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.